This is Financially Tuned with Sue Bushka, Cole Bruner, and your host, Brian Gaunt, from Bushka Retirement Solutions. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With over 40 years of combined experience in the financial industry, Sue and Cole provide their clients and prospects the information they need regarding Social Security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. Your money and your plans in perfect harmony. And now, here is your host, Brian Gaunt, to help you find out how to be financially tuned. Good morning. Welcome to another episode of Financially Tuned. I'm your host, Brian Gaunt, joined by the financial professionals from Bushka Retirement Solutions. It's President Sue Bushka and Vice President Cole Bruner. Good morning to you both. Good morning, Brian. How are you? Good, good. How are both of you doing? Very good this morning. Excellent. I'm glad that the warm weather is uh, finally upon us here in Wisconsin. So lots going on. But listeners, we thank you for taking a few minutes out of your weekend to join us here in Financially Tuned. Or if you're catching up on previous shows, uh, remember they're all archived on retirewithbushka.com. So I think uh, a good topic for today, it's kind of a broad one, but there's so many different types of questions that both of you, of course, encounter in, in your daily careers. So today I thought we would talk about some of the basics that you both feel are so critical for someone to be ready for their retirement. So what would you say in general is, you know, the the most important reasons or some of the reasons to take measures to be ready for retirement long before a person even gets there? Well, Brian, there are many things that come into play when it comes to planning for your retirement. And it is really important to take into consideration a few things like, for instance, what age do you want to retire? Um, And also, when do you want to claim your Social Security benefits? And how you plan on creating that retirement income is a very big one. Uh, We see a lot of clients that come into our office and one of their main concerns is, Um, having enough income to live on uh, in retirement. Well, and I think that a lot of people that are getting ready for retirement don't really spend a whole lot of time and effort determining where their income will actually come from. You know, they they spend a lot of time focusing on maybe where their money should be invested, but that's only really half of the overall equation. You also have to ensure that where your money is invested is going to create enough income for you to live your lifestyle. I know that's something that you both are... um you know, I've talked about on this uh, show a number of times, but something that's a central focal focal point of what you do every day is helping people kind of transition from the, you know, focus on the accumulation stage to how are they going to distribute those assets. So let's take one of the first ones that you mentioned, Sue. What would you say is um, some of the methods or how do you help determine uh, with a client what age uh, that is good for them to retire? Well, there's not uh, any right answer to that question because your retirement age depends on your specific situation. But there are a lot of things to take into consideration that can help you determine what would be the best retirement age for you. That's right. I mean, everybody's situation is a little different. So when it comes to determining the right age for your specific uh, scenario, you know, you really should sit down with a a financial professional that has experience with helping people to ensure that they have enough income to maintain their lifestyle if they do retire at a certain age. And that's something that we help people with every day. 
Well, what would you both say are some of those factors that are more common or, or things that you suggest that people take into consideration when they're considering what age that they should retire at? Well, since there are no set rules as to when you should retire, there are indicators to help guide you when the best time would be for you to retire. For instance, at age 59 and a half, you could start uh, drawing from your retirement savings accounts, such as a 401k or if you have IRAs, without paying any type of a penalty. And under current Social Security regulations, that can be found on www.ssa.gov. And also at age 62, you are first eligible to collect Social Security. And then Medicare becomes available to you at age 65. So the full retirement age is usually around 66, 67 for Social Security. And also age 70 is when you have to begin collecting Social Security. Even though this doesn't give you an exact time to consider retiring, it does provide you with a guide as to what becomes available to you you know, depending on your retirement age. You had mentioned uh, the earliest that someone could collect is age 62. Um, Is there any factors to consider if someone is going to uh, collect their Social Security before their full retirement age? Well, the one thing to remind yourself of is if you take your benefit before full retirement age, then you are going to get a reduced benefit amount. Uh, You know, this is all based on your primary insurance amount. And so if you take your benefit before full retirement age, they apply a reduction to that primary insurance amount. Now, if your full retirement age is 66 and you took your benefits at 62, for example, when you first became eligible, then you would be voluntarily giving up 25% of your PIA or essentially taking a 25% penalty for taking your benefits early. Well, that's a good way to look at it as someone's trying to consider where their income is going to come from in retirement. So Social Security is obviously uh, something that is very important to so many Americans, but there are so many different ways to claim benefits. How do you both go about determining with, um, with the folks you work with what exactly is the best time for them to begin claiming those benefits? Well, Brian, as I stated earlier, it all depends on each person's specific situation when making that decision to claim their Social Security benefits. We like to ask our clients a couple questions that help us gauge when the best time for them to start taking their benefit might be. First of all, we ask if they, they're going to need the money and if they need the income to cover expenses in retirement, their decision may be made already for them. And if they don't need the money right away, it might make sense to delay receiving benefits and let future payments continue to increase. That's right. And then we also ask them to factor in their health and their life expectancy. Sometimes this is difficult for clients to think about, but it is important for those people who are in poor health. When they get to early retirement age, it might make sense for them to take those benefits earlier rather than later because they might not live long enough to profit from delaying. However, if they are in good health and have a history of longevity, it may prove beneficial to wait longer to trigger those Social Security benefits. Now, keep in mind that that's not always a rule of thumb because in a married couple, for example, if one spouse is in poor health but they're the higher wage earner, they may still want to delay those benefits to increase the benefit for their spouse because their benefit would, of course, be the survivor benefit. So there there really are a multitude of factors to take into consideration, and that's why we recommend everybody sits down with a professional that is highly experienced in the area of Social Security to help walk them through those scenarios and come to a conclusion as to what makes the most sense for them individually. 
Well, that makes a lot of sense. I think this is a great uh, moment in our show to take our first break for today. Now, as I've mentioned in the past, um, you know, Bushka Retirement Solutions has a great reputation in our local communities for being active and, and engaged. And part of that is the Retirement Learning Library that uh, is set up for listeners. Could you share with our listeners how they go about accessing that? Well, they can visit our online retirement learning library at learnwithbushka.com. That's learnwithbuska.com. Or you can always call our office at 715-355-4445 to request a complimentary retirement income toolkit that'll help you prepare for the retirement that you've worked so hard for. Basically, for our listeners that might be in a situation where they're not sure if they're on the right track for their retirement, if they're not um, certain as to where their income will come from or whether or not they'll have enough income to meet their obligations to and through retirement, or if they're worried about possibly outliving their money, a good idea would be to check out that website or give us a call to schedule a complimentary consultation, and we can help to field some of those questions and ensure through a second opinion that, of course, is complimentary that you are on the right track. Well, listeners, stay tuned. We'll be back after these messages with our second segment of today's Financially Tuned. Are you having trouble understanding Social Security planning? When does it make the most sense for you and your spouse to start receiving Social Security? What is the impact on your Social Security benefits if you work during retirement? How much of your Social Security will be taxed each year? What strategies can you use to fill the income gap between what you receive from Social Security and the desired amount of income you'd like to receive in your retirement years? Let Bushka Retirement Solutions provide you with direction to this decision by claiming your complimentary guide to Social Security. Visit us online at retirewithbushka.com. Welcome back to Financially Tuned. I'm your host, Brian Gaunt. Joined by the financial professionals from Bushka Retirement Solutions, Sue Bushka and Cole Bruner. Now, so far in this show, we have been covering some of the uh, factors and general things to take into consideration that come into play when you're facing your retirement or uh, retirement soon. Now, in our first segment, uh, we talked about a couple of different things, but we ended with Social Security uh, before the break. So uh, picking up on that, um, you know, we've covered a couple of different ways to determine when someone could or should retire and when they should claim their Social Security benefits. But what if Social Security doesn't cover all of a person's expenses in retirement? Are there other ways for them to find the income that they're going to need? Well, absolutely there are. Um, when a re retiree finds a gap in their income needs for retirement, there are a handful of ways that they can fill that gap. Well, to start with, you're going to have to determine how much money that you're going to need in retirement. And knowing how much you're going to need, you know, that's going to be different, of course, for everyone. And the general rule of thumb is that a retiree will require 70 to 80% of their pre-retirement income to maintain their current lifestyle. Wouldn't you agree, Cole? Yeah, that's true. I mean, it is different for each person, and, and sometimes it is higher than that, depending on their individual needs and their lifestyle and things like that. But, um, you know, it is a, a good rule of thumb to use for estimations. Now, once you figure out the amount that you need, the next step would be to find the best strategy, um, you know, the best options that are available for you to help meet that income goal that you have and ensure that you will not run out of money too soon. 
then you have to decide when you will need that income. If you need it right away or if you won't need it for a few years after you retire, that's an important factor to know as well because that'll help to indicate how the money should be allocated in the time period um, you know, that you have available, whether you need the income now or later. That will dictate where you should actually have the money invested. Well, those are really good points. As you've both mentioned before, it's important for people to really be realistic about uh, their budget and retirement and think about what they're going to do and how much uh, money that those activities will cost. So once someone knows or has a good idea of the amount of income that they may need in retirement, what would you suggest would be uh, the next step for them to take? Well, the key step here is matching your income need with the correct investment strategy like we just had mentioned. When you take your uh, health care costs and potential emergencies and any plans for traveling or possibly moving or other retirement expenses that you might incur, um, you, when you take that into, into account, you can really you know, give the calculator a workout. You might want to uh, maximize your retirement benefits to meet your lifetime income needs so that you can feel comfortable with the fact that your income will last as long as you live. And there are some tools out there that can help you to accomplish that, but there, there's no one individual strategy that's right for every single person. So you really should feel, um, or you should uh, seek out uh, the advice and, and assistance of a financial professional that has a lot of uh, experience in helping people to create an income plan versus just helping people to invest their money. There is a big difference, and there are uh, different types of advisors out there that specialize in different areas. I think a lot of people don't realize that, um, let's say you're making $100,000 a year, and all of a sudden you're getting ready to retire, and you're depending on your Social Security, and maybe you might have some type of a pension, um, it's a big shock when you find out that, oh my goodness, how am I gonna cover all this income that I've been getting every month and I'm no longer going to have that paycheck. Right, I mean, pe people's income gaps can be substantial, especially for those who don't have pensions that have to create all of that income themselves. Exactly. I mean, they may be faced with a situation where they have to create, you know, three, four, five thousand dollars per month themselves, in addition to what they've got coming in, depending on how much they want to live on. So it's it's extremely important that you do a lot of planning in advance and work with a financial professional that can help you to find the best options available. Well, speaking of which, how do you both go about helping clients address exactly that in mapping out or creating uh, the retirement income that they need, essentially their own paycheck once their real paycheck uh, stops once they retire? Well, one thing that we use um, is the rule of 100. Um, you take 100, of course, and minus your age, and that might be the amount of money that you should have at risk at any given moment. Now keep in mind, this is different for every person. Um, the rule of 100 does a really good job of helping people organize their assets and then understand what type of assets that they may have. So such as understanding if they have assets that are subject to risk and, and also the level of risk that they have. Um, now our rule of 100 report provides a visual showing the importance of having a well-balanced retirement strategy. 
That's right. And it can be really eye opening uh, for some people that might not be aware of how their portfolio is actually allocated. When you break it down into a simple color of money concept that includes three colors, red, yellow and green, and you help a client to color code their portfolio after explaining to them the color of money system, it can provide a really great snapshot of where their money is actually invested and whether or not their current allocations actually meet their needs for the phase of life that they're in. And I can't tell you how many times we've had clients come in here and all of their money um, is in the market. And that can be pretty scary if we have a big correction. Well, especially several years ago when a lot of people uh, who didn't realize exactly that um, couldn't retire when the market yeah, exactly. uh, took that downturn. So for the listeners that aren't familiar with the, uh, the color of money concept that you both use, uh, could you give our listeners a brief explanation of let's start with red and, and green money? Well, sure. Um, you know, when it comes to the rule of 100 report, it provides two ways to determine one's level of risk. It breaks it down into green and red money. First, there's the green money, and that money offers principal protection, but it may pose other risks other than market risk. But there is no stock market risk associated with green money. Then we have red money, and this money can go up or down in value, and it is typically subject to stock market risk. And while I'm on the topic, I might as well mention yellow money as well. That's the third color of money that um, people typically will potentially have in their portfolio as part of their retirement um, income strategy. Yellow money is going to have similar traits to red money. It can go up and down with the stock market, but the difference is yellow money benefits from active professional management. So there's a team of professional managers that are monitoring that account on a daily basis, making adjustments behind the scenes as the landscape of the market changes to ensure that uh, the portfolio stays consistent with the changing market. Now, the idea is not to provide necessarily better results than red money vehicles, but to provide more predictable results and try to eliminate the high highs and the low lows of market investing. Well, it's a great moment of our show to take a quick commercial break. But before we go, not only uh, if you wouldn't mind reminding our listeners again of the Retirement Learning Library, well, you both uh, do these events all over uh, central and, and west central Wisconsin uh, concerning retirement. Maybe you could share with our listeners how they would go about finding more information about your events. Well, they should certainly visit our website at retirewithbushka.com. That's retirewithbuska.com. And then click on the events page, and that'll give them access to all of the upcoming workshops, as well as our new roundtable uh, events that we're hosting uh, in the central Wisconsin area, which is a little bit different than your traditional retirement seminar. Uh, this is more of an open forum for um, pre-retirees and retirees to come armed with questions that they have related to retirement and discuss those in an open social setting and also enjoy a meal afterwards together. Uh, again, they can visit and uh, view those um, upcoming events on retirewithbushka.com or they can call our office at 715-355-4445 to learn a little bit more about those events. So listeners, again, two websites to really uh, keep in mind, retirewithbushka.com and learnwithbushka.com for the Retirement Learning Library. We'll be back in just a moment with our final segment of today's Financially Tuned. Throughout our working years, we attempt to accumulate as many eggs as possible into our retirement nest. Unfortunately, many people spend their energy focusing on how to accumulate a large retirement nest egg without giving any thought to where their retirement assets should be invested. At Bushka Retirement Solutions, we have put together a simple way for you to group your retirement assets. 
To learn ways you can protect your nest egg, download a complimentary Color of Money report at retirewithbushka.com or call us today at 715-355-4445. Welcome back to our final segment of today's Financially Tuned, where we're talking about retirement readiness and all of the different things that people really need to take in mind as they're approaching retirement. Now, if you're just joining us, or as a good recap, in the last two segments, we covered ways to determine when you could retire, when you should claim your social security benefits, and the importance of retirement income and ways to accumulate it. Now, in this last portion of the show, I know we've talked um, about these types of topics in other shows, but I think it's a really critical element that uh, people don't necessarily put enough thought into. But I wanted to address the importance of creating a, a lifestyle plan and a legacy plan. Now, lifestyle planning seems like a fairly simple topic to discuss, but in case our listeners aren't exactly clear what that all entails, uh, why is it important to have that lifestyle plan before you go into retirement? Well, there, that's really a great question to start off with because when you're planning, when planning for how someone plans on living in retirement, they may focus more heavily on where the income is going to come from and fail to decide on how they want to live out their retirement. And that's an important topic to know because a lot of times your income depends on how you spend your time. And so if you assume that, um, you know, you'll be living with just your basic expenses and leaving out your additional travel or additional free time and recreation that you might be doing, that can be a big danger to having a uh, successful retirement plan. So obviously one of the first things that you focus on as we discussed in the last segment is helping people focus on how much they're going to need in retirement in a realistic manner. But what would you say are some ways that someone can begin planning for their retirement living uh, after they've gone ahead and planned out their retirement income? Well, in addition to planning how much money you're going to need in retirement, there are many options to choose from when you're planning on what you want your retirement life to look like. For instance, there are multiple ways to keep you motivated when your working days are over. Um, a lot of people will take on part-time jobs, um, you know, and even doing a lot of volunteer work just to keep themselves busy. And also people, uh, you know, will consider maybe staying on their current job as a consultant or helping to transition the new person taking over their position and also taking up new hobbies, you know, new trades, different things like that, um, possibly creating your own business. You know, we see a lot of different creative ways of people filling their time in retirement because you have to remember you have 40 hours more per more time per week that you didn't have previously. And, and a lot of times, um, you know, we, we spend that time going out and doing things, which may have an impact on our expenses. And so we have to know how we're going to spend that time before we put really that full income plan together so that we know we're accounting for those possible expenses. And a lot of people like to travel. Um, I, I can't tell you how many clients we see that one of their biggest things are when they retire, they want to do a lot of traveling. And that, of course, you have to keep in mind where that income is going to come from so that you can do all that traveling. Yeah, that's something we want to budget for to make sure that if it's important to your retirement that you're able to continue to do it. Even if the stock market were to go down for a period of time, that should not take away your ability to live your lifestyle in retirement if you have planned effectively. 
And that's a great way to think about uh, that in terms of, you know, when we're at work, we're not necessarily spending money, but just a simple trip can easily cost, um, you know, several hundred dollars depending upon how far away from home it is. So all of those different things are really important to a realistic type of budget in retirement. And last on the list that you mentioned before was, um, you know, the legacy plan. Why would you say it's important for someone to have a legacy plan in place as they're approaching their retirement? Well, to start legacy planning is a comprehensive assessment of your values and financial goals to help ensure that your wealth is preserved. Um, it has to be appropriately transferred and realized by future generations. And your plan reflects a lifetime of effort and provides the knowledge that your wealth will be passed on to your children and your, your grandchildren. So there are many reasons and benefits as why as to why you want to plan a financial legacy. Because if you don't plan your legacy, someone else is going to do it for you. And that someone else is usually a combination of the IRS and other government entities. You've got lawyers, executors, courts, and accountants. So you want to make sure someone who has your best interest of your beneficiaries in mind is planning your financial legacy. A good example to bring up is just the passing, recent passing of Prince. Uh, he did not have a will. And they were talking about all these famous people that have passed and have, you know, billions of dollars and they didn't have a will. So that money is gonna be tied up for years. And that's really sad because having a simple will or a trust could have solved everything. That's true. And it does happen pretty frequently. I mean, you can just um, look back through history at all of the different, um, you know, pr um, you know, famous people and um, people that have passed away where their estates were dragged out for years and years and years in courts and family members were fighting and arguing. And, you know, it's just not a good thing. It's not something that you really wish um, to happen after you're, you're passing. So it's good to plan it in advance. You know, the, the main reason why we implemented the generational vault inside of our company, specifically available to clients of our firm, is to help them to ensure that their financial legacy is planned out and also well documented. You know, a short story. Um, obviously, with the clients that we work with, periodically, we do have to um, handle a client passing away. And, um, you know, just as as a nature of being a family business, we feel it's very important to help the family of our clients ensure that their their money is paid out effectively and as as um, efficiently as possible. And so uh, we've done this many times. But one instance that sticks out in my mind, a client had passed away late in her 80s and was very private with her finances, never shared with her four children as to where her money was or how much money she had. All she had for record keeping was a, you know, one of those file, um, you know, fire safes, a small fire safe that could be carried around. And this fire safe was crammed full of probably 60 to 70 years of financial records that dated back, you know, to the 50s and 60s and even before that. And, um, it was a very difficult process for the kids to have to go through. And, and luckily, you know, with, with us being involved, we were knowledgeable about a lot of the accounts and were able to help them to facilitate getting them all paid out. But at the end of the process, after six months of dragging it out, we found one more piece of paper that was worth $200,000. I mean, that simply could have gone unclaimed had we not found that one document. So it's important to make sure that your financial records are uh, very clear and concise 
uh, and the generational vault is something that can certainly help streamline that. So if you're not familiar with that, you can learn more about the generational vault at learnwithbushka.com. That's learnwithbuska.com. There's an informational video on there about it so you can learn all about the benefits that it might provide to you. Well, our time for this week is up, but listeners, remember to write down the website retirewithbushka.com and check out the events page. I'm sure you'll find an event that uh, will work well into your schedule and is a great opportunity uh, to get some of the questions that you do have about retirement answered uh, well before you do get to retirement. I'd like to thank Sue Bushka and Cole Bruner from Bushka Retirement Solutions. I'm your host, Brian Gaunt. Hope you have a great week ahead and will join us for next weekend's Financially Tuned. Thank you for listening to Financially Tuned. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact Sue Bushka and Cole Bruner at Bushka Retirement Solutions. Call 715-355-4445 or visit their website at retirewithbushka.com. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Suzanne Bushka, Cole Bruner, and Bushka Retirement Solutions are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any government agency. 